I find this scientifically fascinating. You're listening to KUCI Irvine. Disengage this computer now. Broadcasting at 88.9 FM. Hello, computer. And on the web at KUCI.org. The most reliable computer ever made. And streaming through iTunes. Don't expect any mercy during the Great Robot Wars. Anteater Radio brought to you by machines. Returning to normal broadcast in 3, 2, 1. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Uh, that was a little taste off of uh, the Charlatans Modern Nature track two, So-O. First half of the show is Sarah Eckhart. She's standing by to join me. She's a senior at Syracuse University's Newhouse School of Communications, and she's going to talk about a campaign she started called I Am Enough. So it's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Sarah Eckhart. Hi, Sarah. Hi, how are you? Good. So, uh, as you know, I went to Syracuse as well. Is it snowing yet? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No kidding. No, not yet. The weather's, like, really, really nice. Oh, good. About 70 degrees. But oh, beautiful. Give it a week. I know, kidding. Give it a week. I remember, like, you know, I think it was November to April we had snow. Yeah. It was that crazy. That sounds about right. So, I was also uh, in the Newhouse School of Communications, and um, I heard about you, I believe, online, and I wanted to find out, how did you start this campaign? Um, Well, it all started, um, in my sorority, we do programming, which is, you know, bonding and self-empowerment stuff, and Mm -hmm. we watched this TED Talk by Brene Brown on the power of vulnerability, and it really, really spoke to me. It's a very uplifting, um, self-empowerment type of talk. And in in the talk, um, there's one image that says, I am imperfect and I am enough. And that's kind of a little mantra that really resonated with me. And I really wanted to do something with that because I think self-empowerment is something that people can't get enough of. Yes. And... Um, something that's really lacking. So I just thought it would be really cool. Um, I have a whole base of girls in my sorority who are, who are there to support me, and we started up a, a photo campaign called the I Am Enough campaign, which is kind of just accepting yourself for who you are and realizing that although it's good to strive to better yourself, yes, you need to be okay with where you are right now. I love it because I know growing up I was so hard on myself. Exactly. We all are. You know, and it's so, it's so not healthy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I, like, I'm, like, suffering from being a perfectionist, which I always thought was a really good thing. And we kind of have it all hammered in our minds that being a perfectionist is a great thing, but it can be actually really detrimental to your self-esteem. So it sounds like it was pretty easy to get a lot of people on board for this. It really wasn't hard. And honestly, it was really um, surprisingly easy and quick and inexpensive and awesome. Um, very well received by everyone on campus. Um, as I said, I have about 150 sorority sisters that were super willing and excited to hop on it with me. And um, we just uh, tabled in our student center. Um, they, I think the whole campaign cost $15. 
worth really? of posters, <laughs> for posters and markers. Um, and we just wrote I am enough on a couple posters. And the whole idea was um, we tabled in our student center for about a week and took pictures of people holding the sign. And we threw it up on the Facebook page I made. Mm-hmm. And everyone could grab the picture and make it their profile picture, too, um, to kind of, like, spread the word a little bit. That's and that was that was kind of about it. We kind of team, we teamed up with another uh, uh, self empowerment week that was going on the same week. Yes. So we kind of fed off of each other, and it spread to a couple other schools. And um, there's been a few more schools that reached out to me that are going to do it again with us this year. That's great. I mean, especially you know in the age where you are, and also you're inspiring kids that are younger to feel like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. You can never be too young to start thinking about this type of stuff, and mm-hmm. it just it it's, it seems kind of like an intangible thing. And um, honestly, I bet a lot of people think like working on self empowerment is a little bit of a waste of time, but it oh, helps no. so much. Oh, not at all. Because I feel like the earlier you start, the better, especially for girls. And then mm-hmm. it's a lifelong thing. I mean, I remember being in the school of, of communications and. and not really having the confidence to do some of the things I wanted to do. I was too insecure, which was a shame. Absolutely. And definitely in um, communications, you know, being on camera and stuff, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressures, um, like being really thin, being very pretty, um, having the certain way you speak and stuff like that. And all these things are very, like they kind of do laps around your head. Oh, yes. I mean, it's the worst because even though you might be on camera or behind a microphone, you're thinking, I look like an idiot or, you know, or people are looking at me or I'm messing up or, you know, all these thoughts, these crazy thoughts are going through your head. Yeah. And even even in a lecture hall, mm-hmm. every like, you know, some people and I even I'm victim of this, too. I do the same thing yeah. um, like where I don't even want to raise my hand because everyone's going to look at me and, oh, my God, my hair weird and this and that what if i what if i do something weird everyone's gonna think i'm weird but what's hilarious is that everyone's too focused on their own insecurities to even care about yours yes so we're all we're all just awkward and once you once you just realize that we're all just awkward and uncomfortable human beings it kind of makes the whole scenario a little bit easier to manage right and I also found, because I've struggled with um, public speaking, just being in, really insecure and very shaky. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, once you just jump off, you know, it's like jumping off the diving board. You just jump off and just say, I'm going to go for it. You, that it becomes easier the more you do it. Absolutely. It's it's really funny. Um, when, you know, I, I think it's mostly for girls, but going to class without any makeup on and in sweatpants, mm-hmm. and you think everyone's going to think you're a bum or whatever, right. and then you do it and nothing happens. Nothing happens. <laughs> at all. And I think another thing, which is mostly a girl thing, is mm-hmm. um, weight. Oh, yeah. You know, what happens if I gain five pounds? Oh, my gosh, the world's going to end. Right. And then if it happens... No one treats you any differently. Not at all. At all. It's all in your own head. Completely. I have to tell you that um, having gone to Syracuse, I lived in Timberland boots because it was so cold. And it's like, who cares? I was wearing these, you know, workman boots and big sweaters. And I mean, you're freezing half the time. Exactly. Exactly. And no one cares. It's fine. Not at all. I lived up in uh, Flint Hall, so you had to walk all those stairs, and by the time you get up there, you're completely winded. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I know it. I mean, I'm, I've never actually lived up on the mount, mm-hmm. but um, I've taken the stairs a few times. It's pretty rough. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else. I was on the Syracuse crew team, and I was I, I have two daughters, and I was telling them how, um, I think it was homecoming weekend, I was on, we were doing um, just a fun little, you know, race, uh, the two freshman boats, and the coxswain didn't show up. So the coach said, who can, you know, who can offer to be the coxswain? Well, you know, coxswains <laughs> are like 99 pounds so- mm-hmm. soaking wet. I was not even close to that. <laughs> so I squeezed my butt into that little seat, and I'm thinking, oh, no, I might get stuck and not be able to get out. I mean, that's how teeny they were. Oh, wow. So funny. I Like I said, I had a great time at the school, so... Have you been yeah, doing, it's so fun. Have you been doing a lot of um, public speaking since then? I mean, where's this gone? Um, so far, it's been just a lot of um, like different types of interviews for different news sources. Um, that's great. I'm a broadcast journalism major, so I mean, I guess that's a lot of public speaking too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also was able to kind of incorporate a little bit of this um, self empowerment campaign into my internship this summer with Adidas, um, kind of working with them on a, on a campaign to promote women's empowerment and stuff, which um, we'll, we'll see We'll see how that goes. I got to do a little presentation on it, but mm-hmm. we'll see if it gets picked up or not. But as of now, my focus is mostly on expanding this campaign to a bunch of different colleges. Um, this year, making it even bigger. Um, what was really interesting was this summer, you know, being with a bunch of different interns from across the country, mm-hmm. uh, there were quite a few that knew about the campaign. And they, oh. well, um, my roommate, she went to Duke University and was saying, oh my gosh, that stuff's everywhere. And all this random stuff that I didn't even know about, but I found out through other people, which was really, really cool. And um, so if I could, my hope is to kind of gain some more traction, have it spread a little bit more schools, and start making it like a more solidified thing that people do every year. That's fantastic. I can, you know, you could probably also go to, you know, middle schools and high schools, for sure, high schools. Yes. Eventually. Yeah. I completely agree. Oh, my gosh, because high school, with all the cliques and insecurities and drama and intensity, and that's tough. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is tough. It, I mean, it, it all is incredibly tough, and it's it's. There's a lot to be said for um, not letting other people put you into boxes, which is what I think is a lot of what high school insecurities come from. Is mm-hmm. that um, people tag you as a certain type of person? And as a result, you start acting like that type of person. Sure. That's your reputation, whether or not you are like that. Right. I, that happened to me a bunch. Oh, it did? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I was, um, I'm really not a quiet person. I'm incredibly outgoing. But in That's high good. school, I was pegged as just like, you know, like, the smart, nerdy, like, kind of quiet type of person. Mm-hmm. And as a result, like, I just, like, didn't get out of that box. I just kind of... I mean, unless I was with my friends outside of class, that when I would just like be myself. But during class, I was always so quiet, which is so weird. Yeah, I let that happen. Yeah. Well, we go in phases, you know. I think we just need time to feel comfortable and then jump out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have to say, I had a, a kind of a turning point at Syracuse when I was on the um, team freshman year, the crew team. We went to another school to. Uh, we, there was a big race, and we were supposed to be sleeping 
like in, in the gym or something, and we were supposed to have dinner with uh, an opposing team, and they didn't show up. And we were all thinking, mm. well, why wouldn't they show up? That's kind of rude. So, yeah. you know, I had never been a, around a bunch of women that were so secure with physically who they were. You know, they're six feet tall, all different shapes and sizes. It was so refreshing. And what was so funny is our team ate all the food for both teams very proudly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, right on. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. And nobody cared. They're like, oh, well, they didn't show up. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so much better. Isn't it? Yeah, I had a, yeah, when I was really into soccer, playing soccer, that we were the same way too, you know, getting seconds was like mm-hmm. thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a great environment to be in. Yeah. Very healthy. Very as opposed to starving yourself. Yes. Absolutely, that's which crazy. that's another huge issue in high school and college. What would you like to see where would you like to see this go? Honestly, I mean it, it I have just so many different ideas of what goals I'd like to see, mm-hmm. but some are more just daydreaming. Some are just, you know, are a lot more realistic. But as of now, I would love to just keep adding more and more schools to the roster of people who do the I Am Enough campaign. Um, ideally, I would love to make it a national a nationwide thing that colleges and high schools and different people from different organizations put on. Mm-hmm. Um, if it could get national coverage, you know, who who knows where it could potentially go. But, yes. um, you know, but as far as me personally, I just really would love to see this message get spread as far as possible. Um, I've also found that the more people that you're around to have who work on their own self-esteem it's very very contagious and insecurity is also very contagious oh yes so um if i could get a bunch of people to start feeling worthy of themselves and have that spread to their friends and just kind of create better environments in different places where people just feel comfortable and confident that would be absolutely amazing that's fantastic i love it now, Thanks. the theme of the show is get the funk out. So, you know, a lot of times, obviously, we go through, the, go through these ups and downs, and life is this crazy roller coaster ride. So do you have advice for people that are going through a funk? Like, how, how do you deal with, you know, all the t- life's craziness? Um, I would say get the funk out of your own way oh. is, it would be kind of like what I would say, because mm-hmm. I think that most inhibitions come from yourself. Oh, yes. And so I think you just need to get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I go through funks myself all the time, but you need to start thinking about all the amazing things that you have mm-hmm. and how many people would probably kill for whatever situation you're in right now. You know, um, for me personally, like as far as body image goes, I am fully able-bodied. So why... Why would I be there, like, complaining about an extra couple pounds on the scale when I can do anything that I want? Like, I should be so grateful instead of doing this petty, poor me crap that we all tend to fall into. So I just think whenever you're finding yourself being in down in the dumps or, you know, um, getting in a funk, just start. uh, What I would do is um, I actually did this exercise with one of my friends. She was going through a funk. Um, mm-hmm. I made 
we wrote down a list of 25 things that she loves about herself. Oh. And um, so I kind of suggest that for everyone. If you feel like you're going through a funk and you're just kind of like being a little bit crabby, yes. write down 10 things, 15 things, 30 things that you love about yourself and keep that list. And then make another list of things that are hap- like when your life is going great, right. what do you make time for? Because those are the things that you have to make time for more often. Yes. Like if you, if your life, when it's going great, like you're running, you're exercising, you're eating healthy foods, you're reading, you're painting your nails or whatever, mm-hmm. try to make more time for that because it's very yes. easy to feel that you don't have enough time for anything. Sure. Um, so I yeah, it, it's all, it's all yourself. Right. You know, you can't control other people, but you can 100% control how you react to other people. So just try your best to get out of your own way. No, that's great advice because we do walk around, you know, with all this, you know, heavy load of things on our heads. And you have to really stop and feel like, wait, what am I grateful for? What's in my life? Because there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, there are so many things that we all have that other people don't have. And it's really petty to be complaining about these very minuscule issues when there's such greater problems going on in the world. Very true. I actually did the um, Susan G. Komen walk for the race for the cure yesterday with my daughter. Oh, great. And I was so emotional when it started because you see, you know, cancer patients, cancer survivors, people walking Mm -hmm. with signs on their back saying this is for so-and-so who's no longer here. And I mean, it's Mm -hmm. so humbling. It's so, you know, so moving, so powerful. And thousands and thousands of people are doing this yeah and you know and if you are of perfect health you know you you got you got to start checking yourself yes absolutely i agree i agree so also i read that you interned with cnn what was that like oh my god i loved that um i was in atlanta georgia um i worked for their creative marketing department Okay. which was so which was so fun. It was um basically making promo videos. I got to make about eight different um promo commercials that aired on CNN International, Great. which was incredible. Yeah, they gave me so much free reign, which was so awesome. Um Amazing. yeah, I absolutely loved that. Um and what I also liked was um it wasn't necessarily in the hard news department mm-hmm. because I kind of find that life to be a little bit depressing yes. personally. Right. So um, I got to be a lot more creative, got to do some editing, meet some really cool people. Brooke Baldwin, um, yeah. I love her. She's That's so great. cool. She's a great anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, just very, very fun, very great experiences. What would you like to do when you graduate? Any idea? I, okay, it's it's really <laughs> tough. I don't really, really know. Right. Um, I am a journalism major, but I have learned throughout the years I don't want to do journalism, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, I guess that's like, that's just as good as finding what you want to do. Right. Um, but right now, I really like the idea of marketing mm-hmm. um, and communication and advertising. I yes. would um, I would really like to be able to help companies speak to women in general um, and kind of make more uh, campaigns that help promote women's empowerment. That's great. Uh, That's what I would really like to see. And um, because I want to think of, I was trying to think of like big time goals Mm -hmm. and I would love to help promote 
a positive self-image in women, and um, I think media um, and bigger companies are a great way to send out a mass message. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the whole, I don't know if you've seen this, but Amy Poehler's uh, organization, Smart Girls, how now on the red carpet, have you seen this? They're not asking, oh, what are you wearing? It's, uh, you know, more intelligent, interesting, intriguing questions. That's awesome. I, yeah, I have seen that. And I think that I think that's a big step, you know, because um, obviously both guys and girls both have social pressures, but I think girls, it's a little bit, it's it's different in that um, a, a, a lot of times a women's worth Yes. is found in, like, how she looks on the outside and not necessarily her brain. Yeah, and I find crazy. that guys kind of get, like, a if you're gorgeous, it's a perk, but that's a, it's okay if you're not. Right. Um, so f- to kind of be focused on the inside, and I think that's a huge step in having women feel worthy. How did you, I'm, I'm curious, how did you decide to attend Syracuse? Was it your top choice or you knew great communication school? Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, I was actually very passive with my college <laughs> application experience, mm-hmm. but um, because I didn't want to get too attached to anything, it was more of a defense mechanism because I didn't want to love anything, just in <laughs> case if I didn't get it in places. I see. Then I could just be like, oh, it's okay, whatever, I didn't care anyway. Yes. Um, but yeah, I love Syracuse, like New House, um, oh, yeah. like number one communication school in the country, it definitely was on my radar, and yes. as soon as I got the acceptance letter, I Boom, there. Perfect. Going. Um, does Professor Wright still teach? Um, mm-hmm. I have not. Maybe, maybe he retired. No, I, I don't know. He was um, he was teaching a lot of uh, radio classes. Charles Wright, I believe his name is. No, maybe I have not had him. I haven't had him. Okay. No. I'll have to look up and see if he's still there. He was wonderful. All, all of the teachers ah. were great. Were you a broadcast major? I minored in TV, radio, and film. Oh, okay, got gotcha, you, yeah, got you. Yeah. So, um, but like I said, I I kind of dabbled in it, and I wasn't really secure about it, and um, I ended up graduating from the school of education, but I minored in uh, communications. Oh, cool, awesome. Yeah, well, so I mean, great. clearly, you have your own radio show. You are doing perfectly great. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I was just gonna say, and I love the title of it. Gets us on count. That's so funny. Thank you. You know what I. I find that titles are very important because they need to be intriguing. And um, mm-hmm. who hasn't been in a funk? I mean, everybody. Seriously. Everybody. And we all have our stories to tell. And I always find it interesting how a lot of times you can be, you know, in this really dark period of your life, but it ends up being the best thing sometimes that happened to you because you turned a corner and you realized, wow, going through that tough time made me stronger or made me do this or try that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you give any last bit of advice for people that uh, want to go into perhaps the field you're in, you know, do get involved with what you're doing? Just be very secure. Like, focus on yourself first. You know, take, take the time to understand what you want in your life mm-hmm. and then and what's really important to you and then what career path you should go down should become very, very clear. Don't pigeonhole yourself into anything. Just be very open to all the possibilities and just try to find out exactly what it is that makes you happy. No, that's really important because being happy is the most important thing. It totally is. And it's interesting because um, 
you were talking about the career that you're focused on, you know, your major, but that really relates to marketing and everything else. I mean, it's all a foundation to do other things. Exactly. And there's a lot to be said that college is just a place for you to grow up for four years. Mm -hmm. So it's not make it or break it, you know, whatever you're majoring in, it's okay. Right. You'll make it. Like you, you majored in education. You got an education degree and here you are. I know. Exactly. Oh, you know, I ended up at BU and I majored in um, media and technology and I ended up not becoming a professor with my doctorate. I, you know, I, I always loved radio and, and communications in different areas. So you, you don't have to beat yourself up about how you're going to use your degree. Exactly. Exactly. Use your connections, you know, see what comes your way. Yes. Well, Sarah, I want to thank you so much for calling in. I know you got a busy Monday morning, so I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for calling and reaching out to me, Janine. I absolutely love it. You're so welcome. And uh, stay warm once that winter hits. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No kidding. No kidding. Get those Timberlands out. (laughs) I know. I have my snow boots already. I don't want to use them. It's going to, and here you are in California. I know. Enjoying the great weather. I know. I know. I haven't been back to Syracuse. I have to come. I, I love the campus. It is. It is a gorgeous campus. Yeah. No covered or not. That's so. That's very true. Very true. <laughs> All right. It was great chatting with you, and I hope to meet you sometime. Oh, my gosh. I would love to. Thank you so much, Janine. You're so welcome. Have a great day. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Sarah Eckhart calling in. She's a senior at Syracuse University's Newhouse School of Communications. And if you missed any part of our show today featuring her campaign, I Am Enough, it's on my blog, which is Get the Funk Out Show dot kuci dot org and i'll upload it in uh within an hour after i wrap gonna take a break and then we'll be back you're listening to kuci 88.9 fm in irvine i'm janine and this is get the funk out